Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we'll be airing a message entitled, Joshua the Father. Originally preached for Father's Day by Pastor DeMichael, its message nevertheless has great application for men, for parents, or for anyone in a position of authority all through the year. The Lord sets up Joshua as an ideal example of strong leadership, something we really need in this day and hour. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Joshua chapter 24, and and uh, let me just, now, now those, you ladies that have been around here for any length of time, you're, you're, you're not going to be phased by any of this, but uh, for some of you ladies that have never been to this church before, or or still getting used to me, uh, I'm going to be preaching to men, okay? And uh, you're an observer, so just relax. Uh, your husband will survive. He doesn't need a stress card. Men can take the kind of thing that I plan on dishing out this morning. And uh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to help your husband, I'm trying to help the father in your home to be a better husband and a better father. And I think we've got one of the best examples before us here in Joshua chapter 24. And that's why I want to speak to you on the subject of Joshua the father. Joshua the father. Joshua chapter 24. And Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and called for the elders of Israel and for their heads and for their judges and for their officers, and they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said unto all the people, uh, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Your fathers dwelt on the other side of the flood in old time, even Terah, the father of Abraham and the father of Nacor, and they served other gods. And I took your father Abraham from the other side of the flood and led him throughout all the land of Canaan and multiplied his seed and gave him Isaac. And I gave unto Isaac Jacob and Esau, and I gave unto Esau Mount Seir to possess it, but Jacob and his children went down into Egypt. I sent Moses also and Aaron, and I plagued Egypt according to that which I did among them, and afterward I brought you out. And I brought your fathers out of Egypt, and you came unto the sea, and the Egyptians pursued after your fathers with chariots and horsemen unto the Red Sea. And when they cried unto the Lord, he put darkness between you and the Egyptians and brought the sea upon them and covered them. And your eyes have seen what I have done in Egypt, and ye dwelt in the wilderness a long season. And I brought you into the land of the Amorites, which dwelt on the other side Jordan, and they fought with you. And I gave them into your hand, that ye might possess their land, and I destroyed them from before you. Then Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, arose and warred against Israel, and sent and called Balaam, the son of Beor, to curse you. And I would not hearken unto Balaam, therefore he blessed you still, so I delivered you out of his hand. And you went over Jordan and came unto Jericho, and the men of Jericho fought against you, the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Canaanites and the Hivites and the Girgashites and the, and, uh, the Hittites and the Jebusites, and I delivered them into your hand. And I sent the hornet before you, which drave them out from before you, even the two kings of the Amorites, but not with thy sword nor with thy bow. Wasn't that creative of the Lord there in verse 12? <laughs> a common thing is a hornet. If you've ever tied into a hornet's nest, you know what that's all about. And I've given you a land uh, for which you did not labor, and cities which you, which you built not, and you dwelt in them. Of the vineyards and olive yards which you planted, uh, 
planted not, do ye eat? Now therefore fear the Lord, and serve him in sincerity and in truth. And put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood, and in Egypt, and serve ye the Lord. Now, my main text is verse 15. But I read all that to make a point this morning, and it's not one of my main points in the message, but I think it's an important point. Notice what Joshua does. He rehearses the history of the nation of Israel. And then he puts forth the challenge. And I'm going to focus on verse 15 and the challenge that he puts forth and what this tells about us as uh, what this tells us about Joshua as a father. But you know what's missing in our country? An understanding of our real history. I want to tell you something right now, and I hope you're not insulted by this because it's as true as, of me as it, as it is and was of you, is uh, if you got a typical public school education just through the 12th grade, you've got what's called revisionist history. Or as they used to say in Russia, you can never tell about the past. And uh, you've been given a warped view of your forefathers and what this nation stands for and how it was started and why it was started and what basis it was started on. And Dad, chances are, unless you've homeschooled your kids and taught them otherwise, or they've been brought up in a Christian school where they're really being taught the right thing as far as the history of this country, your kids have no idea what this country's about. If they've been getting their information about this country from television, the public education system, and the entertainment industry, and the media, they think America is about Walmart, air conditioning, and the freedom to produce pornography. That's what they think it's about. And you better teach them otherwise. Because chances are no one else will. There's a reason Joshua rehearsed the glorious history of the nation of Israel before he put forth the challenge that he put forth here. And dads, if we're responsible for anything, it's to make sure that our families understand what this country's about and, more importantly, what our Christian heritage is about. They understand our Christian heritage, they're going to understand the heritage of this nation. And one of the curses of this nation is it is an uprooted nation. It does not understand where it came from. It doesn't understand what its real purpose is. And it doesn't understand where it's at or where it's going. And that's called existentialism. It's like a leaf drifting in the wind. And Joshua makes sure. You ever notice how many times in the Old Testament... Before these patriarchs addressed the people, they would go through the entire history of the nation. From Abraham right up to the present time where they were standing. There's a reason for it, folks. And that reason shouldn't be lost on us. Get good books. Read good books to your kids. Put good books in their hands. Let them find out who the real George Washington was. I'm going to tell you something. You learn about the real George Washington, you'll come away thinking that's one of the greatest men that ever walked across the face of the earth, bar none. And a great Christian on top of it. Now look at verse 15. Joshua then says to the people, And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land ye dwell. 
But as for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. He goes on in verses 16 through 31. And uh, I am going to forego that part of it because it tells us how the people received the challenge and the details that Joshua provided concerning what would happen if they didn't serve the Lord. And that belongs more to the nation of Israel. Verse 15, I believe, is a great example of what Joshua the father was all about. And we can learn from that example this morning. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, guide and direct our thoughts. And Lord, regardless of what we think we know about being fathers here this morning, Father, including myself, help us as fathers and grandfathers. And, and Lord, young men who will indeed someday be fathers. Lord, help us to learn. Help us to take something away with us that will give us more conviction and strength and backbone and courage and help to be the dads and the granddads and the husbands and the leaders in our homes, in this church and in this nation, out in business, Lord, at school, out in the streets, in the places of commerce. Lord, that there might be hope that the next generation would have some good things to look forward to because the previous generation has continued to lay the foundation. Help us, Lord. Help, Lord, uh, young people, children, to look at Dad with the honor and respect that's due to him. Help moms and wives, Father, to be an encouragement to Dad and be a good helpmeets, Lord. Father, we realize this morning that in this country, fatherhood is under attack. Father, overall, our culture has gone from Father Knows Best to the Simpsons. Lord, the average father in America, and I don't need to tell you this, is portrayed by the media and the entertainment industry as a bumbling idiot. And Father, as a result, we are suffering in this country from a lack of leadership in the home. Help us, Lord, to do our part here in this little place by your help to your glory and honor for it's in Jesus' name. Amen. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message about the Bible character Joshua. In this message entitled, Joshua the Father, your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, gives us several reasons that made Joshua such a great leader and father. This message, which was originally a Father's Day message, is one that works the whole year round. It gives us the principles that make for good leadership. And as you've noticed as you look around at our society, we're experiencing a poor showing of leadership these days. Now, for the most of us, at least to one degree or another, we all have opportunities to lead. It might be at our job site, in a school setting, in our churches, or even in our homes as parents. But wherever it is, it is so important that we be the right kind of leaders. If you'd like to order a CD of today's message, it's available for a suggested contribution of $5. Our address is Treasures of Truth, care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. And our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. 
Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 6 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.